from Freedom Speak Studio on The Answer, AM 1190, KXKS Albuquerque, as well as streaming complete with video on Facebook, X, Rumble, YouTube, and Instagram. This is the Revitalizer Hour with Dr. William K. Summers. Yes. Uh, oh, oh, we're not done yet, Doc. <laughs> Our, our call-in line is 505-444-5059, and you can also interact with us through Facebook and Rumble Chat. Just search for our channels under Becca Marie. This show is brought to you by Memory Revitalizer. And Doc, take it away. All righty. Good afternoon, Rebecca. Boy, we have got a lot on the plate today. I mean, we could talk about measles, this year's flu. Methylene blue is a potential cancer agent. Vicks Vapor Rub, new breakthrough on that from the Vicks University Vapor of Rub. <laughs> yeah, I used to teach at the University of Pittsburgh. Really? And uh, they did an interesting study on Vicks Vapor Rub. Hopefully, we'll get to that. And I wanted to do some basic uh, discussion of food and diabetes, high fructose corn syrup, and how to prevent osteoporosis with a simple walking study that came out of Finland as well as the CDC confessions, which you pointed out to me just a few seconds Exactly. Ago. In fact, let's go to the CDC confessions, and uh, we should uh, maybe go into the confessional booth to cover this particular yeah, mea culpa. That's where they ought to be going. But this was an article out of the <laughs> Epoch Times from February 15th, and it's titled, Vaccinated People Can Still Transmit Disease. The FDA and the CDC officials admit that's amazing. Uh, the public officials, uh, the CDC and the FDA, admitted that people fully vaccinated with COVID-19 vaccine can still get COVID vaccine. No kidding. But they haven't looked at the entire literature, which demonstrates that if you get the vaccine, it increases the likelihood of getting the disease. What kind of vaccination is that? And that if you're vaccinated, you can actually transmit covid and that came out in a congressional hearing this last week. In fact, the uh, another thing that came out is there's this thing called VAERS, V-A-E-R-S, where they pick up uh, damage from vaccines. And in the height of the uh, problems with the vaccine when it was first coming out, VAERS went down. They did not put up current data on it. So Representative Debbie Lesko from Arizona was grilling these three uh, stooges that came over from the CDC. And she only had five minutes, but she said, um, how come these things aren't reported invaders in the CICP uh, database? And she pointed out one of her constituents got Guillain-Barre syndrome after their vaccination. But two years later, they'd still not received any response from their report to Vader's. She also mentioned a case in New York where the family 
uh, you know, on the Vader's ID, it said they were hospitalized uh, as a result of the uh, vaccine, but in actual fact, they were dead, and the Vader's hadn't listed it. And so uh, these people that came over from CDC were still trying to cover up, but they were admitting that their vaccine is a, I would say, total failure would be the way I would police it. Well, I've been saying that from the beginning. And, you know, like that article I showed you that you hadn't seen yet before you came in, Doc, with the, uh, the, on the, the Epoch the Times. Right. Yeah, the, now they're finally, the truth is actually coming out. And this is something that I've actually been talking about for a few years now, about this risk of myocarditis, carditis, and pericarditis. Especially in, which, in young athletes. Yeah, right. Because the damage occurs to your heart. And then when you get out there and stress yourself, then you drop dead, you know. But, but they finally admit that they knew about this as early as back in 2021 or even earlier mm, and they chose not to tell the public because they didn't want to panic anybody and to this day they're still pushing that drug they banned uh, Peter McCullough on Twitter at the time uh, who was a world renowned cardiologist talking about this actually the Texas Medical Board tried to de-license him well, that's a very popular thing for medical boards to do. You know, Twitter, Facebook, social media platforms. Lawfare. Yeah, but yeah, if you take away your medical license, you have really damaged someone. Yeah. Absolutely. You've killed them. Yeah. Anyway, I wanted to start off with uh, some quotes from several mavens. And let me start with my good friend George Orwell, <laughs> who said, Political language is designed to make lies sound truthful, murder respectable, and give the appearance of solidarity to pure wind. And in, we're in the political season, so you've been warned by none other than George Orwell himself. Secondly, I wanted to point out something I've learned that Aristotle said, that the more you know, the more you know that you don't know Aristotle. And I've found that to be certainly true. That's a great quote. And here's one from my friend Mark Twain, a fellow Missourian. If you don't read the newspaper, you're uninformed. But if you do read the newspaper, you're misinformed. (laughs) (laughs) You get it either way. Well, and didn't he also say it's easier, and this might have been stolen from Voltaire, we're not sure, but... No, actually it was Twain. um, That said it's easier to fool the people than um, to convince them that they've been fooled. Yeah, it's easier to lie to a person than to... Uh, let the person know they've been lied to. And I pondered with some friends last night on how we solved that problem. And I think the answer actually came from the left, Archie Bunker. (laughs) You make fun of the lie. And Archie Bunker essentially changed the whole dynamic of racism. What we need on the right side of the argument is an Archie Bunker show that has a hardcore conservative, as opposed uh, to Archie, or a hardcore liberal spouting their usual stuff, and then a conservative meathead Oh, yes. Responding. Well, you know, Roseanne Barr kind of did something like that. Yeah. You know. But if it was done in a talented fashion, in a timely fashion, maybe we could turn some of these people that have bought the lie. Mm-hmm. 
I think Tim Allen's show did a, a little bit of that, and that's why they, they got rid of him. Yeah, the tool man. Oh, yes. Oh, no, the one after that, the one that was controversial but had good ratings, and they right. took it off of ABC, and now I can't think of the name of it. Where he where he helped run the, uh, the sporting goods store. Yeah, where he runs the sporting goods store, and he's this you know controversial conservative character mm-hmm. who's right about everything. And his daughter had this ultra-lefty uh, husband that was just really annoying. Yeah, so more of that is what we need. I think so, too. Anyway, so another quote that I wanted to go to is uh, from Isaac Asmanoff, and that is, never let your sense of morals prevent you from doing the right thing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, from a science fiction reader or writer, an amazing character, Asmanoff. Anyway, Mark Twain also said, and this is a health show, uh, where you can call in at 505-444-5059. That's 505-444-5059. But Mark Twain said, don't complain about getting old. It's a privilege denied to many. (laughs) Yeah. That's worthy of thinking about. True. And then from Ben Franklin, one of our founding fathers, democracy, when people find out they can vote themselves money, it will herald the end of the republic. We're seeing that. And that's exactly what we're seeing right now. Well, folks, in these troubled times, remember that fear is a reaction, but courage is a decision. Always make the right decisions. The purpose of this show is to educate and empower you, the listener, by trying to make the complex understandable each and every show. Incidentally, yesterday marked the anniversary of Rush Limbaugh's death. I sure miss him. I do. I mean, what a what a brilliant mind. You know, Doc, I remember when I would, like, do a cross-country trip, I'd always be looking for the station that was playing Rush Limbaugh. It was like he was like that voice that I always liked to listen to like wherever I was. Like yeah. a beacon. Yeah. Lighthouse. I, I know. And it's, I don't know, it's just, what a huge loss. Yeah. Well, I wanted to... I used uh, to buy his ties back in the early 80s. Oh, they were great. Yeah, they yeah. Were, I, I loved those ties. And he had a television show before he went on mm-hmm. uh, sports, you know, sports center or whatever it was. But yeah, I used to, back when I was a kid, they used to call me Alex P. Keaton because I, <laughs> I used to buy Rush Limbaugh ties. Well, I want to put in a word from our sponsor, which is Memory Revitalizer. And it can be purchased at local stores, including Sharon Care Pharmacy in Berlin, Duran Central Pharmacy here in Albuquerque, uh, Arnett uh, Compounding Pharmacy north of town, Best Buy Pharmacy, uh, which is on Wyoming, Manal Pharmacy, which is strangely on Manal Avenue, and Evergreen Herbal Market in Rio Rancho, and of course, Vintage uh, Compounding Pharmacy on Montgomery as well as Moses Country Store on 4th Street and the Village of Pocketary in Cedar Crest. Also, Care Pharmacy in Aztec, New Mexico, Purple Sage and Herb and Health uh, Store in Bosque Farms, and even Sierra Blanca Pharmacy down Rio Doso. So we have a lot of stores where you can go in and purchase your memory revitalizer. Or you could order direct from 800 Six zero six zero one nine two. That's eight hundred 
606-0192. And yes, folks, I still am practicing medicine, and uh, we try to solve the problems of whatever the cat drags through the door. So if you'd like to join us, call my office manager, Margaret, at 505-878-0192. Tell her you heard about it on the uh, air, and we'll give you 25% off on your first visit. Well, let's talk about this year's flu. It is a particularly bad one, and I know because I've sacrificed four days of my life in bed trying to recover from the Kung flu. Yes, and I had my my share as well, a a good week at least. Absolutely. Uh, And it's been really the worst one since 2011. And uh, in last season, by early January, the flu cases were already dropping off. We haven't even hit our peak quite yet. And it uh, turns out that about 20 million to 39 million, 39 million, that's about one in 10 citizens, have suffered from the flu this season. And almost 500,000 have been hospitalized. In fact, that's a lot of hospitalizations indicating this year's flu was far more lethal than last year's. Um, And this uh, comes from Dr. Robert Hopkins, medical director of the National Foundation of Infectious Disease, which is part of the CDC. Hospitalization rate this year is almost 50 per 100,000 people. That's incredibly high. Well, one other thing out of the CDC, and I take a lot of what they say with a grain of salt, but we do have a health crisis from measles. And this was covered, actually, in the um, December, uh, January 29th, Epoch's Times. And the problem, in part, has been put upon us with the open borders, bringing strange diseases that uh, really have been rare in America and making them really quite common. Prior to the vaccination for measles, we had about 30 million cases of measles per year with almost, uh, you know, 85% of the deaths reported in children below the age of five. It was a very lethal disease. But there was a decline that began to happen, actually, in the uh, 60s before the vaccine became available. And it was actually prevented by a component of memory revitalizer called vitamin A. If you look at the formula of uh, revitalizer, we have an extremely healthy amount of vitamin A in there. Uh, so it turns out that vitamin A, just vitamin A alone, is extremely effective at lowering the risk of complications and death from measles, even in little children. And the historical evidence suggests that the measles vaccine was not the hero that prevented and, and caused the suppression of measles. It was the widespread use of vitamins uh, that occurred in the 60s and 70s. Well, let's see. We should give out the call-in number, which is 505-444-5059. 
very silent out there in, in radio world. I know. Where are you guys at? Call us up. Ask the doctor any question you want. He, he loves to answer questions. Yeah, we're getting lonely here, folks. Yeah. You know, Doc, I have uh, one friend that uh, is just completely turned off to vaccinations altogether. And I think what we've seen over the past few years makes me question the CDC, whether they've ever told us the truth. I, I don't know. They've uh, completely destroyed their credibility. Yeah, I think their credibility went with their COVID cover-up. But I, if you look carefully, a lot of what they do has been questionable for their entire existence. Well, they are, after all, a government bureaucracy. And, you know, I'm not somebody who pushes Robert F. Kennedy, but, you know, what has, has made him kind of famous in certain circles is his willingness to tell the truth about this medical industrial complex, you know, this pharmaceutical industrial complex. And vaccinations are part of all of that. And one of the things that he learned was these women kept coming up to him at, at these hearings and symposiums and you know events that he was doing and they kept talking to him about what happened to their child after you know this slew of vaccinations that these children get and you know he dismissed it over and over again until one woman finally got through and started making him look at the evidence and the and the history behind all of it and you know all he did was start asking questions and he gets of course thrown into the to the conspiracy theory nut bar group because um, you ask questions. Yeah, that's what they do. Well, what I like is uh, Joe's treatment of him as a presidential candidate. The Biden White House refused to give him Secret Service coverage. <laughs> and for Kennedy, that's like saying, I hope you go get dead. Amazing, our, our dear leader. Yeah. This week, um, Mr. Biden seemed to get on his high horse about how terrible Russia was because they would take political opponents and put him in jail. Wow. Wow. <laughs> what a shocker. We do what that here now. What country is that? <laughs> Hashtag the hypocrisy that overwhelms. <laughs> yes, absolutely. No, Joe Biden is so wonderfully underwhelming. That's the only thing I can say about the man. He's, he, under, he never misses an opportunity to underwhelm. Right. <laughs> Well, let's talk about methylene blue. We've still got a few minutes here. and Is that the stuff like uh, that Heisenberg was making on Breaking Bad? No, Heis actually. No, methylene is, blue. Yeah, this is actually a coal tar derivative uh, that was teased out of coal tar. Um, and it makes a very beautiful blue that you see in our denim jeans. Do you and, know what else coal tar is good for? Dandruff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, psoriasis, among other yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so it was um, really part of the dye industry through the 1800s. But uh, it turns out that... Hey, Doc, we have a caller. Oh, okay. Let's do it. Let me bring him in here. Caller, go ahead. Yeah, good afternoon. Hey. How may we serve you, sir? Hey. Uh, hey, guys. It's Karen Murray. Hey, Karen. Hey, Hi, Karen. I want I want to ask a question to the group. What do you guys think it's going to take for people to wake up about Biden? I mean, how much are we as Americans going to take before we stop this stuff? That's the question I want to ask. What do you guys think about that? I would like to see a class action suit against the Democrat Party for having given us this uh, white elephant. Hmm. 
and um, and what do you think it would take to make that happen? I don't know. What do you, you know, <laughs> I think, well, that's a great question. Well, you know, Karen, uh, the thing is, and I've been saying this for quite some time now, is that I think that people have just not had enough pain yet. And just the other day, Joe Rogan, which he's kind of a lefty, has came out yeah. and he said these people are that you know what crazy he said i i'm i'm out and he he mm. is now proclaiming that he is in the middle we'll add russell brand add russell phil, brand add phil Marr. you know traditional mm-hmm. bill Marr, yeah people you know, are waking lefties, up progressives yeah. they just need to have enough pain well it's people that have conscience and the people who understand reason and when you're a rational person you ask questions and to be slandered and maligned and everything else just because you're asking questions that's totalitarian that i mean that's tyranny yeah it is. It is. I just, and so to answer, I just I just sit here and wonder what the hell is it going to take for people to start waking up more and pushing back. Karen, more pain. You know, they, our republic is, is a participation sport. It's not a spectator sport. And what we need is we need full participation. And when we start getting full participation, and, and what causes that is a sense of unease. And I think the sense of unease is pretty high, and hopefully it causes participation. But until we see that, you know, nothing changes. Yeah. Nothing changes. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. Okay, well, that was those were my thoughts before you got too far into methylene blue. <laughs> well, thank you, Karen. The Biden question. Yeah. I appreciate you. You, you want to throw a medical phone. question at the doc while you're on the phone? Um, no, I, I just want to hear more about, about methylene blue when he's ready to talk about that. Okay, sure, has absolutely. Because you know, I've got the I've got the show on in the background, and you guys are talking to me on the phone, and we have two different. Oh, yes, there's, there's a delay. There's a seven-second delay. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Right. So, so my question is, uh, is also going to show up, or it's already showed up here, and you guys have, and I didn't hear it? Oh, yeah, thank you, Karen. I can hear it. Okay. All right. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> well, you know, to some inside baseball, the secrets of broadcasting. That's, that's in, case, in case one of George Carlin's seven words comes out of your mouth. That's right. I've got a button here I can push. It says dump on it. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Well, okay. back to methylene blue, one of the earliest uses is for super vital staining. Uh, so if you take a, you know, it's a cell sample and you put a little methylene blue in there, it locates into what are called the mitochondria and lights them up to where you can almost see them with a regular light microscope, not just an electron microscope. But it's used then for other diagnostic things in medicine. For example, if you have a bleed in your gut somewhere and we can't figure out what it is, we give you a couple of capsules of methylene blue, do endoscopy, and as you're looking through the gut where you see the blue, that's where the leak is. Huh. And uh, I mean, this has been one of the problems in medicine, people with chronic anemias that are due to a little uh, gastroenteritis that just uh, causes a leakage of red blood cells. And methylene blue has been a godsend in that department. But it also has been used in different types of poisoning, carbon monoxide, for example. Methylene blue combines with it and uh, makes it into a safe molecule 
that can easily be eliminated and not harm you. But it's also used in cyanide poisoning. So if the spy you're interviewing crunches down in a cyanide tablet, whip out your methylene blue and you can save them. Oh, really? Yes. So, so hey, tell me. I'm kind of curious, Doc, because on the movies they make you make it make you think that when they bite down on the cyanide pill, they're like dead in seconds. Yeah, they drop dead. Is that how it really works? It works fairly swiftly. Yeah. Okay. I don't think you can get the methylene blue fast enough, but it does counteract, uh, you know, cyanide, uh, for example, baked into a cake and that sort of thing in small amounts, which is kind of interesting. And what it does is it uh, takes the cyanide and converts it into a compound that's relatively safe. Same for methemoglobinemia, which is a genetic disorder. So, Doc, you want to hold that thought there? We'll go to break. And don't go anywhere, everybody. We'll be right back after these messages. to do a podcast but don't have a studio we can produce your show here at freedom speak we can even do commercials and psas your podcast here at freedom speak studio would be complete with professional audio and video and we'll stream it to your favorite platform all you have to do is show up and talk we do the rest for details email us at becca at freedomspeaknm.com Would you like to advertise your business right here on Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella? Get in on the ground floor with insanely low prices and become one of our preferred advertisers. Lots of fellow patriots would love to do business with you. All ads include free production of your commercial using your own voice or ours. Your ad will run on all of our live streams and podcasts on multiple platforms. Our audience is growing by the day. Send your info to Becca at freedomspeaknm.com to get started. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505-292-2226. Do you need a trailer to haul something around? Check out my friends at JP Trailer Sales. They've been doing business in Albuquerque for seven years. Whether you're hauling cars, landscaping equipment, dirt, or your favorite off-road toys, JP Trailers has the perfect trailer at a great price to fit your needs. They have open trailers, enclosed trailers, and can even do special orders. You'll always receive great, friendly customer service, and no appointment is ever needed. Stop by their location at 7605 San Pedro Drive, Northeast and Albuquerque, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 5 p.m. You can also call them at 505-469-1667 or 505-557-8164 or check them out on the web at flatbedtrailersusa.com. 
I'd like to tell you about where I take my own car for general auto repairs. Gennaro's Auto, located at 544 Louisiana Boulevard Southeast in Albuquerque, can take care of all your general auto repair needs with fast, friendly, honest service at the lowest price in town. Gennaro's can handle anything from tune-ups and electrical repairs to a total engine swap. E. Tim Young, Hablamos Espanol. Give Gennaro a call at 804-8750 or just stop by their shop at 544 Louisiana Boulevard Southeast. is flooded with products that claim memory improvement, but none offer credible evidence that their product works until now. Memory Revitalizer, the complete complex natural antioxidant, was formulated by a physician and neuroscientist. Memory Revitalizer significantly enhanced memory in two large blinded studies. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 22 years. It is safe and does not interfere with prescription drugs. Customers say it's essential. It works. Buy it from Best Buy Drugs, Manal Pharmacy, Vintage Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies are from independent health stores like Moses Country Health on 4th Street or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com and call 800-606-0192. that our skin is the largest organ of the body? How often do we pay attention to what it's telling us? Hi, I'm Tomei with Skin LLC, and we don't just cover up imperfections, we heal them. Our skin being the largest organ of the body tells a story. Beauty and skin alike are often overlooked because we get overwhelmed with so much daily input. You can learn your own skin and beauty story through the customized treatments we provide, personalized just for you. Let us give you the education, healing, rejuvenation, and restoration to support your journey. Call or text 505-918-4211, mention this ad for a free phone consultation, and visit our website at abqskinllc.com. That number again is 505-918-4211. Welcome back to the second segment of the Revitalizer Hour with Dr. William K. Summers. You're listening to The Answer, AM 1190, KXKS Albuquerque. If you want to call in, our call-in line is 505-444-5059. You can also message through Rumble or Facebook. Just look for Becca Marie on both of those platforms, and I'm watching that as well. Dr. Summers, go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. We were talking about methylene blue before we went to the break. And I wanted to talk about what it does. It's a very small molecule. It uh, has a you know, volume of distribution of almost 100% of your body. It goes everywhere. It goes inside the cell to the mitochondria, where what it does is supercharge your mitochondria and uh, increase what's called oxidative phosphorylation. So basically boosts cellular respiration and unleashes maximum energy production by the cell. And now that means it has application in cancer. 
As Otto Warburg found out in the 1920s, cancer cells are quite different from normal cells. They depend upon what's called anaerobic metabolism. They do not use oxygen to metabolize glucose, and in the end, they produce lactic acid, making your entire system acidotic. But uh, if you were to force the mitochondria of a cancer cell to, uh, you know, start using oxygen and normal glycolysis, it really makes the cancer cell unshaky and makes it uh, subject to what's called apoptosis, which is programmed cell death. And if you add to that a little near-infrared light to a cancer cell that's shaky from methylene blue, it tends to kill the cancer cells. Interesting. So uh, the application for that is being explored probably not by the CDC or the NIH, not invented here, folks, um, but uh, in the little tiny private sector, methylene blue is cautiously being used in various types of cancers. Did you hear, Doc, the other day that, that Russia said that they are just very, very close to um, putting a cancer vaccine on the market? Did you hear that news? No, I had heard about it. I didn't see the actual article. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder if it has something to do with that, what you just talked about. Well, I think uh, our dear leader said he was going to cure cancer, didn't he? Oh, yeah. He was going to personally do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's got more energy in one hour than a 20-year-old does in a day. What a guy. <laughs> but uh, the methylene blue is kind of interesting. I have a patient with a, uh, uh, a cancer that uh, we gave it to. And he uh, tends to uh, notice that if you take the primary color blue and combine it with the primary color yellow, you get green. I remember the Ziploc bags. Yellow and blue makes green. Remember those? Yeah, exactly. And so he notices that when he goes to the restroom, he's ready for St. Patrick's. (laughs) (laughs) Did I put that delicately enough? (laughs) One needs to be careful with these kinds of things. Which is right around the corner, Doc. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Well, I wanted to talk about a, I would say, somewhat flawed study done at uh, my old alma mater, the University of Pittsburgh, where I taught at one time. And uh, it was by a neuroscientist there who uh, decided that various odors could actually improve a person's mood. And what she did was she took 32 people ages 18 to 55 and exposed them to 12 different types of odors in airtight jars, including coconut oil, clove oil, essential orange, and Vicks Vapor Rub. I love that one. Vanilla, lavender, and coffee, several other things. It turned out Vicks Vapor Rub was the one that uh, was the most potent, uh, that most people recognized what it was. And when they smelled Vicks Vapor Rub, their moods elevated. They came up from their depression a little bit. So this is a quick and handy treatment for depression. Carry some Vicks Vapor Rub. Take the cap off. Take a sniff. 
You're going to remember when your mom was, you know, treating you uh, with Vicks Vapor Rub when you were sick as a kid. And you're going to feel better. So that's our research of the week. I actually like the smell of that stuff. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but it was funny. I when notice asked, everybody's smiling yeah. talking about it. Yeah. So, <laughs> Right. See, we're already better. Right. <laughs> yeah. Stock, I was feeling a little down. <laughs> right. And of the 12 voters, uh, they noted that the uh, participants were correct in identifying what odor is what only 30% of the time. But they still reacted in a positive way to like coconut oil or essential orange oil. So um, these essential oils, and actually that's a whole different area that I report on on the show from time to time, that essential oils do have an effect on people. So uh, let's give out the call-in number is 444 Well, hopefully we're giving them some good information. Yeah, yeah. So maybe you people in Belgium. Do they have Vicks Vapor Rub in Belgium? I, I, I kind of so. wonder. I don't know. If one of you Belgium listeners is on there, call in. I'd love to hear from you. Next week, what I'd like to do is talk about the home pharmaceutical and have the call-in people think of what would you add to have in your house as an emergency pharmaceutical you know, you're going to want Band-Aids, of course. You're going to want an ACE wrap. You're going to want aspirin. But what would you put in the list of things that should be in your home pharmaceutical right. for end times? Or mm-hmm. if black only Black Lives Matters, visit your local pharmacy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then you're going to need your, have your own supply. But we'll do that next week, and we can have some fun with people calling in and adding to the list. But we can talk a little bit about food. And food comes in two basic types, feed forward or feedback negative. What does that mean? Well, you've heard the famous ad for Lay's potato chips, I bet you can't eat one. Yeah, I see. I don't like Lay's potato chips. But I'll bet you can't just eat one. Yeah, I actually can. <laughs> mm. But and I'm weird. It's, it's a feed-forward platform because yeah. potatoes are a starch that is just glucose linked to glucose linked to glucose. And it breaks down almost immediately with saliva amylase. Got a collar, Doc. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so we'll get back to this yeah. basic instruction on food and then move yeah. into diabetes. But let's caller, go ahead. Let's talk to the caller. Yes, good afternoon. All right, hi, we Doc. Serve this you? is Dave. Hi, Dave. Um, oh, my goodness. Good to hear from you. Uh-huh. I had some bad news the other day. An old friend of mine passed away. And he had something called vascular dementia. And my question is, is that something that could be caused by the uh, so-called vaccine? Yes, indeed. Uh, There has been a linkage between the vaccine itself and early onset of dementia. 
standard issue dementia. Is it vascular or not? Well, this has been a debate in scientific circles through the 80s and the 90s. What part of Alzheimer's is due to hardening of the arteries, as the old expression goes? Um, in other words, small mini strokes that can occur in the central nervous system in the area of the hippocampus or in the thalamus and then cause inflammation that spreads elsewhere. Um, and what portion of uh, what we call Alzheimer's is due to other factors, for example, viruses. I estimate that in the end, we're going to find about 40% of what we call Alzheimer's was actually initiated and started by herpes virus. Yes, the one that causes cold sores. Right. The one that causes canker sores. But vascular dementia is probably in there at about 30%. And a lot of it could be prevented by paying careful attention, Dave, to your blood pressure. So if you have high blood pressure and you're not, you know, really focused on keeping it controlled, a little spike in blood pressure could lead to a tiny bleed in the brain. And that tiny bleed in the brain gives an inflammatory response, which then causes sort of a metastasis of the inflammatory response to other areas of the brain. And 20 years later, we call you Alzheimer's or president of the United States. <laughs> right. Well, my Dave, poor great question. was committed somewhere because his dementia was so bad, he attempted to escape by jumping out a second-story window and broke his leg. And that was the last I heard until just recently, and I found out he passed away two years ago. And I'm, I'm sorry I don't have more. I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah, wandering is something that comes with dementias. I had a case here in the past month of a gal living up in the East Mountains who wandered away after midnight and uh, froze to death overnight. So it is a real risk. Well, Dave, great question, and thank you for listening. I always appreciate your calls. Yeah. Okay, so back to food, or let's give out the call-in number again. Yeah. 505-444-5059. That's 505-444-5059. So as I was saying, food comes in feed-forward or feedback-negative. And feed-forward, the ultimate platform is the French fry. The potato is a starch that's nothing but pure sugar. On top of it, you put this magic stuff called sodium chloride, salt. And salt is a feed-forward food. The more you eat, the more you want. And, of course, the potato converts into sugar, and the more of that you eat, the more you want. But there are what are called feedback-negative foods, and those usually come in high-protein, high-fat foods. And the more you eat, the less you want. It's the exact opposite. And I've just explained the profitability of the Brazilian restaurant, where they just keep coming around with more Oh, I love those places. Yeah, but you probably don't take more than one extra round from your initial food. It's a little trick they play. Yeah. 
Because after you get so much protein, you're done. Yeah. Buff- yeah. Buffets are, are money makers, and you're right. They load you with starch and salt and, and make sure that you're eating stuff that makes you not want to eat. Or, I'm sorry, uh, the other way around, proteins and stuff. They make sure you don't want to eat anymore. Well, see, I'll, I'll tend to uh, to load up like on a salad and maybe chips and salsa before the meal comes out. And then I end up taking, a, taking half my meal home in a box. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. You're more disciplined than most of us. Yeah, yeah. Well, as you sit there and look at a plate of food, there are only six possible things that are on that plate. The first thing is carbohydrates and fiber. Most of what's called fiber is a a variant of carbohydrate that your body just can't break down and use. For example, apple, apple pectin which is the principal component of an apple, the pectin just goes right through you. Same with the carnivorous vegetables, broccoli, uh, cauliflower, things like that. The fiber is actually a carbohydrate, but in a form that your body can't break down. And so it becomes rafts, if you will, floating through your GI system that your bacteria take rides on and... uh, you know, they're, they're riding on the raft going down the river, so to speak. I've never heard it described and that then, way before. Some class four rabbits. They, they, yes, they, they grab onto some of that wonderful starch that the potatoes have. Uh, to give you some idea of the power of starch, if you took a tablespoon of mashed potatoes, you will raise your blood sugar faster than if you took a tablespoon of, of table sugar. And there's a reason for that. Wow. Potatoes are just glucose, glucose, glucose linked together, and it starts breaking down with the saliva in the mouth. On the other hand, um, table sugar, cane sugar, is sucrose, which is a linkage of glucose and fructose, which are kind of unevenly matched and a little harder to break down. So uh, that's a little clue. But Carbohydrates and fiber, which are a variant of of carbohydrate, are one component. Second component is protein. Those are the building blocks of the body. And uh, they are slowly converted by the body back into carbohydrates. Carbohydrates are your basic fuel that you burn. And then finally, they're fats. And that's the stuff that gives flavor to food. Quite frankly, there's nothing that has less flavor than a bowl full of Cheerios by itself. Yeah, yeah. Regular Cheerios. Yeah, you got to put a lot of sugar in Cheerios. Right. That's why I just go ahead and go for the sugared cereal and just get it over with. Yeah. <laughs> but in in your amazing French restaurants, that flavor is the fat. And it turns out that if you burn a gram of carbohydrate, you get four calories of energy. If you burn a gram of protein, same four calories. But if you burn a gram of fat, nine calories. And therefore, fat is the most efficient food. Now, if you really, truly need to lose weight, go on the Inuit diet. You know who the Inuits were? They're natives of some country. I can't remember. They live in the jungle and stuff. Oh, that's right, the Eskimos. Yeah, they either live in Alaska... Yes. Greenland. Okay. And the Inuit diet consists of whale blubber for breakfast, lunch, and mostly for dinner. And then they break it up with a little seal blubber for dessert. 
that just doesn't sound appetizing. That's 100% feedback negative, so you don't eat a whole lot, and you lose weight. Ah, interesting. But it's hard to find whale blubber in the market these days. Yeah, yeah. At least I've noticed Greenpeace. Yeah, and the fourth component that's there, you know, in your food is water. And a lot of what we eat is water. For example, one ounce of meat, 60% of that ounce of meat is water. 60%? 60%. Wow. Yeah. Um, so water is a major component of food that sits in front of you. Then minerals, and those are very helpful, especially magnesium and uh, potassium, etc. And you always need your iron. Um, and then the final thing that's in food are vitamins. Theoretically, the best way to get your vitamins is through your food, but it's pretty hard to do. So those are the six components of food. And let's take a couple of basics. One slice of bread. Oh, when you look at food, don't think in terms of calories. Think in terms of grams and then convert the grams into the calories. And to give you some idea of what is a gram, look in your pocket for an American nickel. That's five grams. A five-cent piece is five grams. That's how you can sort of measure these things out in your mind. So one slice piece of bread is 30 grams. That is to say six nickels. If you took a scale and put six nickels here and a slice of bread here, should be about the same. And in that one slice of bread, uh, roughly half of it is carbohydrate, 15 grams, three nickels. However... 12.5 grams are, frankly, fiber and water. There's that water component again. So 40% of that slice of bread, your body's not going to use. But there's also in that piece of bread, especially if it's wheat bread, 2.5 grams of protein. So there is some saving grace about bread. But bread is mostly basically sugar. Now, another form of bread is spaghetti. One of the things I like to have my patients do is go home, get a box of spaghetti, take five or six of the strands of spaghetti, and take a match and light it. It'll actually go on fire. Oh, I didn't know that. And that's what your body is doing. Wow. It's literally burning it. Yeah. So, you know, it's a fun little, uh, you know... High school uh, science fair trick to burn spaghetti. Interesting. And your body is literally taking that spaghetti and burning it, turning it into calories. That is to say, eat. So let's take another common food, a small orange. It's 100 grams, 20 nickels, right? But only 10 grams, that is two nickels, are carbohydrates that your body will burn and use. Strangely, they're 90 grams of water. So an orange is a very safe thing to eat. Very low in burnable calories, and it also has a tremendous number of vitamins and even some minerals. So fresh fruit, you should put it on your plate. As a matter of fact, if you go to Europe, 
for dessert, they will serve a nicely displayed banana for dessert or a small pile of raspberries or something. So raspberry, I mean, fruit in general is a better dessert. Not okay. embellished with a bunch of whipped cream. <laughs> gotta, Not gotta embellished with the purpose. crust and uh, right, a couple of pounds of butter and sugar. <laughs> cookies and nuts and yeah. How about, a, how well, about an orange cookies last week? How about we an orange with a nice double stuffed Oreo? There you go. <laughs> now remember that study from last week. Famous study that Oreo cookies will lower your your LDL cholesterol better than a cholesterol lowering drug, which yeah. was astonishing. Well, we got somebody on the phone here. Yes, let's get them in here while we we only got a l- little bit of time. Caller, go ahead. Yeah, good afternoon. How may we serve you? Um, hi, um, I, I have a question and a comment. I'll do the question first. I'm in my 70s. I'm relatively healthy. There's nothing major going on. But in the last year, my w- one finger on each hand, on my right hand, the, the baby finger, it's starting to curl. That is, the last digit is not as flexible as it was. And I feel like when I stretch my hands out, I can't quite stretch it enough. I have a feeling it's going to continue to the other fingers. Do you have an, any idea what that might possibly be? Look at the other side of the palm. Is there mm-hmm. any sort of uh, funny tendon-like thing forming in the palm that's pulling on that little finger? Well, actually, the and this is new, that is within the last year, the uh, that uh, baby finger... It actually is kind of, it's not a straight line anymore. It's, it's curved. It's, mm. and, the, and, the, and the last digit is curved inwards towards the rest of the fingers. Right. And there may be a tendon attached to it on the palmer side of your hand. And that's an inflammation that comes with age, part of osteoarthritis. Uh, you may or may not uh, see pain, but mostly you'll be feeling stiffness there, I suspect. And what we usually do in my clinic is we use Bill's Lotion, which has uh, seven components, most of which are designed to knock down inflammation. And that would help that sort of straighten it out. So you might consider giving Margaret a call at 505 Make an appointment. We'll take a peek at it and see if Bill's lotion might be beneficial. Doc, we're almost out of time. Oh, and thank you for the commercial. I appreciate that. (laughs) Thank you, caller. By the way, okay, bye. (laughs) Have a good day. All right, it's been a good show, Doc. Seems like the time always flies. Oh, we, we have some a lot of fun, but let's talk about Memory Revitalizer, if I can, in the final seconds. Real quick, seconds. yeah. And that is you can purchase Memory Revitalizer at Sharon Care Pharmacy in Berlin, Duran Central Pharmacy in downtown, Arnette uh, Compounding Pharmacy north of town, Best Buy Pharmacy on Wyoming, uh, Vintage Pharmacy on Montgomery, Manal Pharmacy, strangely, on Manal Avenue, Evergreen Herbal Market in Rio Rancho, Moses Country Store, and uh, Purple Sage Urban Health in 